No exceptions. Pow, pow, pow. Hi, I'm Leslie Davidson, and I'm your High Priestess of Holy Shit at the Church of Beloved Presence. Hey folks, welcome to the backyard. Ooh. It's been a while since I videotaped in the backyard and I feel weird. I feel like I need to whisper because what if there's neighbors out listening? Ugh. I wish I lived on acres and could scream and no one would hear me as I get murdered. I'm not getting murdered. This is starting out really weird. They tend to not, yeah, a plane, of course. So I'm wanting to give you an update. All 17 of you that watch my videos regularly. Oh, let's start again. I read A Course in Miracles in 2003. That's when I was gifted a copy um, by Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. I don't remember your last name, but it was a really awesome gift that you gave me. I really appreciate it. I read it um, 15, nope, that's longer. What's math? 17, 18 years ago. I read it 18 years ago and it um, fit in really well with all my ideas of oneness and unity and love. And um, it's, it's written in very, uh, Christian terminology, which kind of gives me the creeps because I'm not Christian and there's a lot of things about the Christian church that really creep me out. I'll talk about that later. So I registered for a course. Um, it's, uh, they're called ICU, which is Inspirational Communications University. And they're located in the Netherlands. They're actually Canadians from Toronto who um, have relocated to the Netherlands and have lived there for I don't know, 10 years or more now. Um, it's Jane and Paul. Uh, let me let me put them up here in front of the window and, and maybe, maybe we'll get a visit from a cat. That's why I'm actually sitting this way against the wall, the very unattractive wall is because I would like my cats to come and participate if they would like. If they would like to come and participate, would you like to be seen? Hello, Gary? Hissy, Ella, anyone? So I registered uh, and it's for Transpersonal Coaching One because I realized early in this year uh, that I need a change, that I can't do this healing work and this growing work by myself anymore. Um, I just, I can't do it. I, um, I haven't been able to consistently remain connected to Beloved Presence and I haven't been able to consistently make changes in my life in the way that I want to, that I want to. So I need help. And um, that's really teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, we really do a lot better. Um, we move and evolve and grow and change a lot quicker. Uh, in relationship to other people, in communication with others. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be human beings. Um, you, can, you can evolve and grow in relationship with, with anything in creation. Uh, I looked into psychology and that kind of thing. And unfortunately, a lot of that is based upon a very subject-object Cartesian model of science. 
Um, it's evidence-based and it's objective observer-based, which I don't actually believe exists. So it wasn't of interest to me. Uh, I believe that if we don't include some aspect of spirit in our healing, in our growth, and in our psychology, we're missing out on the foundation of it. So transpersonal um, coaching was what I was interested in. And I keep looking at a chipmunk that's running around. Uh, I registered in March and we're actually just starting the first class uh, this coming Thursday. Again, reading um, A Course in Miracles, which I talked about earlier. So A Course in Miracles um, dovetailed a lot with the mystical experience I had um, early in my life where, where I had that mystical, you know, miraculous moment of knowing, experiencing existence as a united whole and knowing that we're loved unconditionally forever. Uh, we love and loved unconditionally that there's nothing wrong. Everything's okay. Everything is okay. And so once this miraculous event happened, I was changed completely for the rest of my life. I've never been able to see the world differently. Uh, it, it is a completely different place because everything is is holy. Everything is God. Everything is creator. Um, and But it's easy to forget. It's a hard, it's a simple, simple fact. And it's a really hard one to live because there are no exceptions. Uh, and you, uh, I have to go throughout life um, knowing that and acting that and living that and believing it and thinking it um, in every situation with every being. And sometimes I... I I'm tired and annoyed, and uh, I thought for a long time that I had a choice in the matter, that I could go back to making exceptions, and that's not true. <laughs> there's no exceptions. No exceptions. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, so there's no exceptions. I'm learning that again, or I'm learning that for the first time. There really are no exceptions. So there's only beloved presence. And I've spent most of my life trying to do work in the world that mirrors and shares this belief and this, this teaching, this learning. And I haven't really been doing that until now. The church is obviously that. <laughs> and I'm learning how to do this publicly in a way that that fits, that fits me and fits Beloved Presence and hopefully connects to someone out there. Um, hopefully, but who knows? I gotta just keep doing it. That's the fun thing about these creative paths and trying to find um, your voice and your way in the world is you gotta do it even if no one gives a shit and no one listens and no one cares you got to keep doing it because this is what we're given to give. Our job is to, to root up anything that gets in the way of the pure expression of our beloved presence. So that's what I'm trying to do is to express beloved presence in a way that is free of blocks, free of, of bullshit, free of bullshit. And it's been, I tried through art and that wasn't quite it. And and then I did art marketing, and that was fun, but that certainly wasn't it either. And now uh, there's no more trying to serve it up on a cracker and call it something else. I'm just talking about Beloved Presence, because that's what I've got. And 
I've learned as well that um, art is something that I enjoy and I, I enjoy doing, but I don't wither without it. I wither without talking and I wither without writing. And I've been given words. I've been given words. You might have been given words. You might have been given visuals or dance or some other creative way of expressing beloved presence in your life. It's up to you to figure out what that is and to do it. It's a simple ask, but ugh, it's a lot bigger on the execution. Yeah, so I have big dreams connected with um, teaching about beloved presence and specifically teaching and sharing um, the belief in the experience of beloved presence being existing here. Like, creator never went anywhere else. It's all here. I had to actually um, close my door during one of the classes because the grackles were so loud. They were disturbing the rest of the class over Zoom. Okay, so what was I saying? I don't even remember. It's a weird thing, right? To to want to want a video to be seen by everyone who wants to see it, but not want to be overheard by your neighbor who you have to live with every day. I don't want my neighbors in my business. Whatever. I guess I don't have a choice. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I have big dreams about this, specifically sharing the um, the belief in the experience of coming face to face with divinity every day of our lives. Every encounter is a holy encounter, no exceptions. Um, and it's not just human beings, it's everything, every being, every person, not just human persons, all the persons. Um, they're divine encounters, holy encounters every day. Every encounter is a holy encounter, no exceptions. And that's the message, like that's it, wrapped up in a little bowl. That's that's it. And there's a lot of ways to talk about that. There's a lot of ways to share that. There's a lot of ways to share ideas about that and experiences about that. And um, I have big dreams and have since I was a child about doing that kind of creative work in writing and in art and in classes and in video and talking. Um, and I want to do them, but I've been super stuck, like super stuck in fear and doubt and second guessing. Like, I feel like my whole adult life has been waiting for someone outside myself to give me permission or tell me that I'm doing the right thing or I'm on the right track or that I'm good enough or have enough talent or skill to do this. And I want to cry right now knowing like, that was never going to come. Like, no one gives us that. We choose to believe. We choose to believe that we're good enough. Um, and I mean, part of that is digging up some, like, bullshit beliefs that we were handed when we were children or growing up from authorities or, you know, that random teacher that said something shitty about our writing or our art or our creativity that we latched on to and took inside ourselves as truth. <laughs> well, none of that's true. I mean, the fact is, is that 
You are beloved presence. You're a gift to the world. You literally... I'm going to cry. This is why I don't want to do it in front of the neighbors either. <laughs> You're a beloved presence. <sighs> so what are you doing over there, Leslie? Nothing. <laughs> is that a video camera? No. I got all self-conscious. Started getting into my groove. Did you see that happen? Ugh. Did you see that happen? Got into the groove and got all self-conscious. Well, this is the process. You guys are here watching me work through being publicly speaking my truth about God. Like, some people don't care. A lot of people don't care. Most people <laughs> won't care. It's all good. Anyways, Jesus, this is like all over the fucking place. So literally, you just have to find a way to do it. You have to find a way to get rid of... I just read this morning, actually, in uh, A Course in Miracles, that you don't have to uncover truth. You don't have to find truth. Truth is. Truth is and exists completely and utterly whole at all times. What we need to do is get rid of all the blocks to it anything that stands in our way. And the truth to me is that all of this is divine. All of it is a beautiful, it's heaven. It's heaven here. It's always been heaven here. Heaven was never anywhere else. We're not going to be healed and unified and suddenly be transported away from the earth into some place in the, in the clouds. Like it's, it's all right here. There is nowhere else. Um, our bodies, the physical world, the plants, the trees, the animals. It's all been heaven. All of us. Together. We need to get rid of everything that stands in the way of us seeing that and living that and feeling it. That's what we do. And this is the work that I want to do. I want to, this is what I want to spend the rest of my life um, doing is sharing this viewpoint uh, in as many ways as I can. M writing stories that share this viewpoint in as many ways as I can. And speaking this viewpoint um, in as many ways as I can. And talking to other people about this viewpoint in as many ways as I can. Uh, I mean, it's all divine, so there's an infinite number of ways that this can be done. And this is what I believe you're doing too, is your creative path, your creation that you want to share with the world is your way of sharing your wholeness. It's your way of sharing your view of how this world is united and whole and loved. It's exactly what you're doing. And I want you so much to do that. Like, I, I'm doing this because I want you to do that. I want you to do your way. We need your way. And it makes me cry because I know there's someone out there who's going to see this and be like, holy shit, I've been waiting for someone to tell me that. <sighs> right now, I have fallen in love with Robin Wall Kimmerer. She is literally a prophet of creator. She has literally handed me in braiding sweet grass um, what I consider to be a holy Bible. It is... A worldview. She is speaking a worldview into existence that my soul has been crying out for since I was a child. And it's indigenous. It's an indigenous worldview um, of reciprocity. And 
an earth that we love and that loves us back. And oh, I love her so much. Thank you, Robin. So there's a health update too. Health update. Um, <laughs> I've had sleep apnea for 15 years, maybe longer. Uh, I went, I went on a trip with my mom and she was horrified. We stayed overnight in a bed and breakfast. Neither of us could sleep, but she was horrified that I was going to die in the middle of the night. Cause I kept, I stopped breathing like all the time. So after 15 years, cause sleep, yeah, sleep apnea, as far as I knew, didn't bother me. I didn't realize I wasn't, I was waking up and I didn't realize that I wasn't breathing. Although honestly, my, my dreams of floating in space without oxygen and drowning uh, in water should really have clued me in a little bit, but I'm nothing if not obstinate. <laughs> uh, so I went and got a sleep study done. Um, please, oh, no, please share, enjoy the most unattractive photo gallery that's ever been shared. Mm, looking good. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I have sleep apnea, severe sleep apnea. Um, I had 117 um, apnea episodes an hour. And what's normal is less than five. enriched. So now I have a CPAP machine, which is amazing pants. And I sleep through the night for the first time and don't have to wake up five or seven times a night and go pee. Um, I have more energy. I can read the biggest, uh, breakthrough and what I consider to be probably the best thing that's come out of the CPAP machine though, is the fact that I can now communicate with beloved presence without falling asleep. I used to, in my life, dialogue with beloved presence. It's like your higher self. It's the part of you that's connected with everything always. It's the guide that never fails. It's, it's your Christ self. I mean, there's a million different words and titles for it, but I call it beloved presence, and it's the part of myself that's God. It's the part of myself that's creator. And I used to uh, regularly talk with beloved presence. And then I couldn't for 15 years because I would fall asleep. I would get 30 seconds in and I would fall asleep. And it was horrible. And I had a big cry um, the first time that I dialogued with Beloved Presence. Had a combo. Had a combo. Combo with my peeps. Um, after my CPAP machine, because I wasn't so tired... I was able to stay awake and have a conversation and I missed it so much and I had no idea how much I missed it. I missed being in connective communicative presence with beloved presence so much. And you don't know that you miss it until it's back <laughs> and it's back. And it's kind of, I want to talk about this later, but I don't, I'm curious when I just, I learned just recently that some people don't have an inner monologue. And I know that some people consider what I do talking to voices or whatever, um, but I don't care. The guidance that I get from Beloved Presence is um, the 
the best, most loving, unified, wonderful guidance that I get anywhere in life. And I trust it completely. It's, um, it's not ego guidance. And you'll know the sound of your ego because, boy, it doesn't make you feel good. It's, it's a shitty voice. And Beloved Presence isn't. It's the difference between feeling peace and love and joy and hope and feeling shitty and doubtful and criticized. So that's been good. <laughs> um, I'm working on stuff for you. Um, I have a bunch of stuff for you coming through. If you are interested in getting stuff from me, if you're interested in hearing from me uh, in the future, sign up for my email list. It's right here. Pow, pow, pow. I'm going to be doing uh, a mail out. So if you're very trusting and you want me to have your home address, do that here too. And I'll send you something when I do that. Um, but yeah, every I'm working on stuff for, for us. I'm working on stuff. Maybe I'm done now. It's been good. I like talking to you like this. All 17 of you. <laughs>